0: And now our Friday celebrity interview series continues with Henry Rollins. He joined the Southern California band Black Flag as vocalist in 1981. Upon its demise, he formed Rollins Band. He's been writing books and touring the world for more than 30 years, averaging more than 100 shows a year. He also performs in movies and TV shows and hosts a weekly L.A. radio show. He has a new photo documentary book out called Occupants, ladies and gentlemen. It is my pleasure to introduce to you one of my inspirations in life, Henry Rollins. Good morning, sir, and thank you very much for being here today. How are you this morning?
1: I'm good, Zach. How are you?
0: Uh, well, I'm freaking out because uh, you are you are one of my inspirations, man. It 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 just. It pleasures me so much to talk to you. You have no idea. I've been like peeing my pants all week. Ah, Well, thank you very much. Knowing that this was coming up. Uh, And to get this book in the mail yesterday was just amazing. I spent like the whole night going through everything and I almost read the whole thing all in one night. I I stayed up later than I should have and everything else. Well, thank you. This photography book is is more than just that. It's filled with your keen and brash observations of the world around you and the photographs that correspond. So was it difficult? difficult to compile some of these uh, depictions and then write the feeling and emotion to the page that helps complete the whole experience that you want the reader to have?
1: Well, the, the photos were difficult enough just because some of the environments and climates I was dealing with, you know, hauling that gear all around the world by yourself is not always the easiest thing to do, but I did it. Um, the hardest part was the writing, and, and to, it, some of it was very painful, made me very angry, and so uh, I... I spent months working on the writing, and it was, uh, it, it was one of the, the tougher... That book is one of the, the most time-intensive uh, undertakings I've ever done.
0: Well, when you were putting it together, was it one of those situations where you could only write a few pages per day because you just get emotionally drained after thinking about the whole thing?
1: Precisely, yeah. And also, I had to teach myself Photoshop and I had to learn how to process all those photos and it was uh, that's a
0: lot of work. Now you do over 100 speaking engagements a year and I imagine you likely budget some time on every trip to help witness life as you call it when you're not on stage. Is that the case?
1: Yeah. If you give me a few weeks off any time in the year and if I can do it I'll go. I'll go somewhere. I just came out of Haiti a couple of weeks ago. I'll be in uh, Cuba next month and Israel and Palestine in December.
0: And have you done, uh, I I know that you've done a lot of work with uh, just your own speaking engagements, but have you done work with the USO? Is that one of the things you've uh, worked with?
1: Yeah, I've done seven USO tours. Uh, I'm the first USO performer ever in Egypt. I've been Egypt, Turkey, Djibouti, Honduras, uh, all over the Middle East, Iraq, Afghanistan, Kyrgyzstan, Qatar, Bahrain, uh dubai abu dhabi south korea japan okinawa on and on
0: so out of all of the places that you visited and photographed in the book what location would you say was your most prolific eye-opening experience where did that happen
1: afghanistan is the place that kind of blew me away you know just to see how rough the terrain is and and how hard you know some of the people looked i mean it's just it's just a tough it's a tough deal afghanistan and I've been there twice, and, and you see some of the, you know, there's a few photos in there. So that, that was that was intense. Um, the back cover photo, you'll see a woman. She's in southern Sudan, and I was there a few months ago. And southern Sudan is also pretty, pretty rough because they had a, an over 20-year war with the north. And, you know, you... you There's minefields still uh, quite present. There's a lot of, you know, you look down the ground, there's bits of exploded rocket. There's bullets. uh, There's shallow graves. I mean, it's people are growing corn over the bodies, so there's a lot of stuff to you know give, makes you pause and think.
0: We are talking with Henry Rollins, the former frontman of Black Flag and frontman of Rollins Band, among many other titles. He's got a new photo documentary book called Occupants in stores now. Now you've hosted your own TV show on IFC, which I enjoyed a lot, and now you're a radio host. So which medium are you enjoying more in terms of reaching the masses and the presentation of of your material?
1: Well, I just uh, all of it. I mean, I, I just. Enjoy the opportunity, you know. For TV now, I'm very full time with National Geographic, and so we just finished. Uh, I just wrapped five documentaries with them, and the last three we shot in America and Vietnam and India, and those were you know that was a big part of my summer. Was uh, just weeks and weeks, actually months on and off of shooting these all the footage for all of those, and they're all they're all finished now, and they'll be coming out in the first quarter of next year. So I enjoy the documentary. And I I also really enjoy my my radio show once a week in Los Angeles, which I sometimes have to do from the road. But I've had had a radio show in in California for about seven years now, and I really
0: enjoy it. When did you become a world traveler? Was it uh, while you were touring with Black Flag and then Rollins Band and and doing a, a lot of moving around? Did you figure that out? While you were doing music, or was it, you know, you had this world-traveling interest even before you had a foray into music?
1: Well, yes, it was, it was years before, because my mother, she's a traveler, and she used to drag me around to places with her when she could afford it. And so she took me to Europe, she took me to places like Greece and Jamaica, and I, I saw uh, you know Turkey, places like that. And, you know, when you're, when you're 11, you know, walking around in Istanbul is pretty mind-blowing. And so I had a passport from like age seven or eight to now. And so travel was not uh, unfamiliar to me. And then when I started doing rock and roll, you travel quite a bit because you got to go to the shows. And so rock and roll afforded me getting to Europe, Eastern Europe, places like Poland and Russia, of course, the continent, United Kingdom, Japan, Australia, Singapore, places like that. But Not really to places like Africa and Southeast Asia, like Vietnam or Laos or Burma. And so I I have to do all of those on my own.
0: So like me, you've probably interviewed a lot of people, whether it's between your radio show, your TV shows as well. Who's been the one to stick out the most in your mind that's made an impact on on your life like you have on mine?
1: Oh, well, uh, first off, thank you for the kind words. Um, interviewing Stephen Gagan, who, who wrote the film Traffic, and he, he wrote and directed Syriana, he he was very interesting to me, because researching Syriana, he traveled the world with Robert Baer, the very famous CIA operative, who was basically our guy in the Middle East for a couple of decades, and his stories of hanging out with Robert Baer, whose books I've read, who I find a very interesting guy who's seen a lot, knows a lot. He was a very compelling interview, uh, Werner Herzog. Uh, who's, you know, just a a German, you know, filmmaker, you know, for want of a, you know, less classy term. I mean, he's a, but in a way, he's kind of an art terrorist. He's been making crazy movies for decades. And he's still, you know, a lot of attitude and a lot of, he's kind of, you know, kind of a a bit of a madman. And so being in the same room with him was, uh, that was a... a (laughs) incredible day for me because I'm such a fan.
0: Now, before we go, what do you think the world is coming to, especially since you've been observing the uh, Occupy movements across the country?
1: Well, I think think capitalism is showing its teeth. And I don't mind capitalism. I'm a capitalist. I live in a capitalist society. But capitalism is like fire. It's great on the stove because it's regulated. But it's not so great when it's eating up a forest or your condominium. And that's unregulated. And so unregulated capitalism, you know, not everyone has a good time there. A few people do really well, and a lot of people don't do very well. And I think with the Occupy movement, you're, you're feeling a little bit of that pushback. And you can agree with these people or not, but they're not going to go home very soon. And I don't think there'd be that many people in so many cities across America if there wasn't a real substantial and pervasive feeling about you know, what's going on in America. And so, with bank deregulation, uh, tax shelters, and tax law, as things are, I think there's a lot of people who are steamed up right now. And, and so, uh, in my opinion, the president dropped the ball, and the people picked it up. And I can't wait to hear what the president has to say, because every day on the campaign trail, he is going to get asked one to five times a day about Occupy Wall Street. And, and I'm looking forward to, to hearing what he has to say.
0: All right. With your book in stores now, it's called Occupants, one of the awesomest photo documentary books I've had the chance to read. Ladies and gentlemen, Henry Rollins, I appreciate you being on the show immensely. Thank you very much. Thank you.